You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Which horses are we? You're obviously a giant Clydesdale. I'm a Clydesdale. Yeah. Shannon is like an yeah. Arabian horse. Shannon's an Arabian. Yeah, there's tons Ooh. of... Did you just think there was just one kind of horse? <laughs> Hi, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to AITA Pod. I'm Danny, and these are the other ones. An Arabian <laughs> horse and a Clydesdale. Yeah. Danny's, you know the horses the Mongolians yeah. ride? No. Mongolian? Oh, dude, you're a Mongolian horse Oh, thank for sure. you. Ooh. I think I'm one of those oh, little horses. Oh, I do horses. know that one. I'm one of those little horses. People are, Short like, and people are like, that's a pony. And I'm like, I'm not a pony. I'm a mini horse. <laughs> Look at, this, look at these guys. This is oh, guys. I don't know that that's a. I don't know. Then. Most people listen, so showing pictures isn't really a good thing. Look up Mongolian yeah, horses while you're listening to this. You're making them do work, guys. I would argue it's an interactive experience. Homework, the podcast. <laughs> hey, look up, look up a fact. We don't know it. <laughs> <laughs> We're not gonna check either. You find yeah, out. Yeah, you text figure us. it out. <laughs> Uh, well, I don't really have any juice. I just wanted to tell you guys, um, you know, it is a little weird to sit with you guys, the common people, horses as you may be, because I uh, recently upgraded my room at the Motel 6. Yes. Whoa. I stayed in the premium queen. You stayed in the, the premium queen? standard queen. You stayed in the premium queen? The premium queen. And um, the only difference that I could perceive was that there's, it seemed slightly more decorated. And there was still a stain on the blanket. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're at Motel decorated. Six. Why are you it staying at Motel Six? If well, a stain in on the Mammoth, I know. Everything's I know we're so tired expensive. of snowboarding stories, everybody. But yeah, everything. It's almost really over, guys. The season's almost. It's over. It's over. This was the last oh, snow trip. Well, you I gotta they, get out. Let it out. I with thought the they bang, were extending man. into like July. Well, no, you could still go, but it's like there's it's no trash. new snow. It's, hot. it's You know, it's hot. Well, it's like 82 degrees. Right well, it was cool. It was cool to snowboard without a jacket or anything. I felt. Pretty, yeah. pretty badass. Yeah, it felt Coloradan, probably. Yeah. I've always wanted to ski in a bikini. Ooh. I've seen those pictures before. It looks fun. I think you could pull that off. That's a very Shannon like activity. Jake ski in a bikini. I, ju- I don't want to. Oh, I, I just don't want to ski. Yeah, you can't ski. I'll period. do it. I'll do it eventually. I'm just like. Yeah. Well, then you can sit in a lodge with a bikini. Oh, I'd do that. I'd do that all day. There's Free like, drinks. Like, hell yeah. They got like lots of True. lounge chairs, too. I, I like they put them out there. By all the out, baby. Splay. We are heading into my. This is just about my favorite time of year now. The spring? next, the next four months. Summer. Ooh. You're a summer spring, boy. Mid spring to mid-spring. late summer. Woo-hoo! Jakey, t- Jakey Tuesday season, baby. Here we go. I, I, I live on a different level of relaxation. Your birthday is coming days. up too. May 16th? Are you? Are you older than me or younger than me? I think I'm a little younger, yeah, because I I turned 33 on on May 16th. Oh, to be young again. (laughs) But it's it's my lucky number. 33 has always been my lucky number. And I found out just, uh, you know, some of the nerds out there might be ahead of me on this. 33 is the year where hobbits in Tolkien's works are uh, recognized as adults in their community. (laughs) 
And oh because they, because they age, well, they, they live to be oh, like 200, 300. Right. So 33 is 13, the age. And 18. I did, I did all this without even realizing my birthday party is going to be at a tavern with a, with a horse icon on it that yes. is almost identical to the Prancing Pony, where famously um, the adventure of Lord of the Rings really uh, gets okay. into full gear. This started off relatable, but now you lost. Uh, there, I get. There's probably we're at least a hundred people in our life. listener base who are just like, he's going to talk about that's the Hobbit birthday. He's going to talk well, about. I it. like that. Thirty three is a Hobbit's birthday. That's funny. To yeah, me. Well, it's the Jesus birthday too. I thought Jesus died when he was like thirty. Yeah. It's your Jesus birthday. You hear that, Jesus? I fucking beat you, dog. Uh, <laughs> fucking beat you. Well, you went back. down like a chump. He came back. For like it nine days. For like 40 days. What? For like 40 days he, he came back. for three days and then came back forever. No, he came back. I think for... you're confused about the lore. No. He's... I don't Look, okay, Guys, yeah. He's... he died and then he came back. Yeah, but then and now he died he again. <laughs> no, he didn't no, die again. Actually, no. What the fuck are you talking about? No, but don't they say he's coming back? Christ has died. Christ <laughs> is risen. risen. Christ, Christ will, will come again. So to Earth, he'll come back. To check Earth. out the Bible oh, verse where where Jesus deuces out because they li- <laughs> he they just write it like they floated up into the sky. They just yeah, went he away. Ascended into heaven. But yeah, I, yeah. I, I'm not calling that like. Oh, oh no, you, you were bad. Yeah, that's he's, what it is. Yeah, he is just, that he came back and woo! went to heaven. He he, he rose came, from the dead and then he rose into heaven. It might have not been he forty just days. Go to heaven after no, he died? When, no, actually, when he died. Let's get into the lore. When Jesus died, he by Catholic canon i think went, to went hell. down to hell, yeah, he went to hell and checked out what was going on in hell and was just like hey everybody don't worry i'll be back and he I, ba- yeeted back up to his body moved the big boulder and then just kind of guilt tripped his friends for like 40 days he yeah, kept like yeah challenging everybody on like and he's a real <laughs> dick about it in them too of like he makes peter put his finger in his wound holes in his like in his crucifix holes that's how he proves to peter i don't remember it's, that yeah no it's in there i don't, remember any of I don't know stuff. what bible you were on. i was reading the bible that is the bible crucifix holes he has crucifix holes and he makes <laughs> peter stick his fingers remember. into him shannon is completely disengaged uh. right now <laughs> Shannon's like he died twice in my Bible. It's fine. That, that would have been incredible if Jesus did come back from the dead. Forty days of just kind of like victory lapping on everybody. Yeah. Like, who, look at all you dumb fucks now, and then just has a heart attack forty days after. Is like, now I'm out for real. I'm not coming back. Bye. Yeah, the second. Death. Yeah, I am. I'm confused about the timeline. It's y'all. okay. We're we're clearly so not the Catholic biblical Church. scholars. Jake has latched on to forty days. I'm pretty sure that's a different. Thing. I don't. I uh, know he was in the desert. Days that's forty no, that's days. Moses. No. no. No, no, nope. 40 days. Well, they wandered oh, in right. the desert. Anyway. No, no, Jesus wandered in the desert with the devil for 40 days. <laughs> I'm confirmed, bro. I'm confirmed. Don't even come at me. I was a, I was an altar server, bro. I rang bells. I didn't stop believing in any of this until I was like 20. Well, yeah. A lot of people start doubting religion when they're half a hobbit. <laughs> that's, that's about the time yeah. it happens. Shannon, you were in some sort of VR game. This is interesting. You were involved in a VR game. What's oh, going on? Oh, so I went down to San Diego and I was seeing my boyfriend Max's family. Ooh. His aunt and his other aunt have two, <laughs> two kids. Aunts. Yeah, they're a couple. So they have a 12-year-old and a 10-year-old and I love them and I'm very close with them. So I went down and it was one of their birthdays and they got Ooh. an Oculus. 
Ooh. VR meta thingy. And I've never done it before. And so my, the 10 year old and I were playing the v, one of the VR games. Yeah. And we were playing Gorilla Tag. Okay. Have you seen this? Have you heard about this? No. no. Wild time. Wow. And for those of you out there that don't know, because I certainly didn't, it's just like you are a gorilla Ooh. and you can just like play around in this like playground. Okay. And when I thought I was going to be like, like all of a sudden like a giant gorilla was going to come and like chase me or something. Because I always think of video games as like you're trying to fight something. <laughs> but this one you can literally just play. And so other people are logged in. Okay. And you can you and you would join a room, and then you're playing with a bunch of other like gorillas people playing like yeah. all over the world. And they're all gorillas, and they're all gorillas. Okay. We're all different. They colors. are all almost all children. Different yeah. color. Gorillas. So they're all children. So these aren't realistic gorillas. There's like a red gorilla. Yeah, they, we're they like cartoonish. Do you remember that like in on Windows ninety five that gorilla who would like. You type in a word and the gorilla says the word. Do you remember what I'm talking no, about? No, I remember the paperclip. I got nothing. It, it's a compatriot of the paperclip, <laughs> but Microsoft they they kind of look like that. It was a it was an online app <laughs> what, that you could download. What or something. Excel were you in? So you were a gorilla. So um, the cousin Abel, who's ten, couldn't we couldn't log into the same room? Abel, this is really Abel. a biblical episode. Yes, it that's is. a high that's a high risk name to yeah, give a right? kid. That's a lot of Isn't pressure. Abel, the one who yeah. killed Cain. The, no, other oh, way around. Cain killed Abel. Abel's the first murder victim. Ah. <laughs> and so um, we couldn't get into the same game. And Ugh. suddenly I ended up in a game with a bunch of other gorillas. And all of a sudden, <laughs> and I've never played this game before. I have no idea what's going on. And they all come up and they bombard me and they're like, hi, hi. And oh. you can hear them talking to you. Oh, God. And I'm also trying to talk to Abel and like be like, hey, can you like get into this room too? like dial dial in this code or whatever. And so I'm like totally overwhelmed. But they all come over Barbie They're like, hi, I'm seven. How old are you? And I was like, um, 33. <laughs> like, You're 33. And I was like, yeah, like, uh, but I have a 10 year old here with me. I'm, not, like, I'm certified. So, just I'm certified. <laughs> and then like all of them like came and bar bombarded me. And then like the the like word got out that like a 33 year old was in there oh, and then no. the rest of the gorillas come over and they're like are you really 33 you're 33 <laughs> now was this one of the because I, I played uh vr was a big distraction for me through a good chunk of lockdown i love vr gaming i think it's a very exciting future it's of the really industry cool. but fun. it is definitely something where you know i made the joke about everybody on it being kids that's not entirely true but it is very kid dominated oh that, they were all the kids. kids have locked on to yeah, vr it is like the future it. there's no way around it yeah. But was this one of those games where because you're walking and moving around, was your height translated in? Was like was your no. gorilla tall? No. Okay. So there, I I have uh, particularly when some of my friends and I were messing around with the possibility of like D and D in VR, which oh, is boy. a whole story. But that game that we use for that, your height is translated. Oh, so boy. when we would go into the lobbies of this to try to get to the stuff we were working on. I am towering over all of these other avatars and people are just, wow, are you like up on a chair or so how are you so tall? And then oh. me like, because I'm a grown up. And it was that same reaction of just like, wow, golly gee willikers, look at the size of this guy. Like just a bunch of little fucking dannies running around hey, pointing at me. Leave me alone. And then the one, this one little kid, because they were all little kids, and then this one little kid started um, saying a curse word, and I was like, "Hey, who said that?" <laughs> Mom mode. Wait, Shannon, are you are you the oldest one? Or are you younger than me? When's your birthday? I'm in between you guys. 
I'm March. I'm the old one. Yeah, you are. Rats. Rats. The We're future 90 is now. Babies. You're 89. Oh, God, yeah. you kids. You kids. But the thing with the VR is um, it's it's kind of like that feeling when you get off of a boat and you're still kind of mm. rocking. Yeah. yeah. It's not rocking, but it still gives you that same like like everything you're like equilibrium is it, off it hits i felt like i was tripping on shrooms when i got done it hits people differently i had a, a during lockdown one of my housemates just motion sickness just made it impossible for him he mm. couldn't he couldn't oh, enjoy yeah. it at all my other housemate kind of got a little bit of motion sickness but nothing too bad the only thing i would feel would be my eyes would kind of be sore coming out of it mm. but the the biggest my biggest issue with VR now is that fucking Zuckerberg and Meta have just kind of they've they've made it now that you need a Meta profile in order to use the hardware for the Oculus, which oh, I, I'm God. just not doing. I just like I, now I have a big chunk of plastic in my closet that I can't use, but I'm just like I'm not signing up for yeah. fucking Facebook again. F you, Zuck. So so it's a it's a bummer, but it is so cool if you have a chance to try it out. Give it a shot. There's a lot of fucking really fun games. Well, out yeah, there I shoot for the it. pot in VR and people could whoa I, see that. that See that how tall Jake is. We, uh, <laughs> I don't know why. Behold, tis I. We got a great little app for you guys. We're going to do a couple little submissions to open us up. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's so easy to get caught up on what everyone else needs from you and to never think about what you need from yourself. Therapy can be a tool to help you find more balance so you can support others and also not leave yourself behind. You guys know that everyone on this pod has benefited from therapy and BetterHelp offers you a convenient way to do that. BetterHelp is entirely online. It's convenient and you can therefore make it suited to your schedule. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time, which is one of the best things about BetterHelp because sometimes it doesn't work out with the therapist. You know, it's like going on a date with me. You think it's going to be good? Then it's not. You get a new person. Well, you can do that with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash AITAPod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash AITAPod. AITA for kicking out my husband's roommate. OP's husband, best friend, got kicked out of his house. He's living with them in their small one bed, one bath, 650 square feet. OP then found out that Sam didn't get kicked out, but actually left willingly after a fight with his sister. After one week of him living there, OP demanded Sam leave because the space was just too small. So Sam moved back in with his family. OP's husband was understanding, but OP feels like Sam is upset with her AITA. I mean, I think it was very uh, kind of you to offer to let him stay there as long until he got his... Um, feet on the ground, but 650 square feet apartment is pretty small. That's pretty small, uh, right? How, how big is my apartment? I don't know. I like Probably you have a pretty big yeah. apartment. Pretty I lived big. in yeah. a 550 square feet, which like was quite quite tiny. Yeah, like Max originally moved in there when we weren't together, and then I moved in, and it was not made for two people. Yeah, that's snug. Yeah, uh, OP, uh, you didn't do anything wrong. You just asserted a boundary. I, I and, like it's your living space. Yeah, I don't mm. think anything really happened here. No, you tried. No. You tried to be. You tried to be kind. You tried to make something work, and it didn't work. 
And I can also understand your frustration of like you after the fact, like you kind of got misled because after the fact you're like, oh, you didn't get kicked out. You willingly left because you got into a fight. Yeah. So I couldn't understand feeling like, well, wait a minute. Like I was I was okay with you staying here when I thought you had no other option. But now you're just kind of being like, um, you know, you could just go make up with your sister. Yeah. And and even if that wasn't the case, you know, it's it's your home. Like yeah. you've got a right to protect your space. I, I think this is a no brainer. One mm. of the kindest things you can do for somebody is giving them a landing sp pad like this Absolutely. in your area. And look, it can be the kindest person on the planet. I've been in similar situations as this. It is wild how quickly that patient's fuse burns down. In yeah. a tight space, dude, yeah. forget but it. But I do kind of understand like Sam, like I couldn't understand being like a little bit upset because it's like, well, hey, like you told me I could live here until I got on my feet, and then just one week later, you're already kicking one me week. Out. One, I mean, think about how much that would cost to go to a hotel or something. I, I feel like one week from a friend is already pretty generous. Well, I do too. It's just now he thought he was gonna like have a well, spot, and he's bound to you know get upset. But you got to leave space for people to get upset. He's gonna be upset. That was his sitch. But, but I, like you have every right. You didn't do anything wrong. They're all. Oh, I don't think so either. They're also being really realistic about how long it's going to take for Sam to get back into the game, so right. to speak. Yeah. This isn't going to be, uh, oh, I just needed two weeks to turn shit around. Like, you're going to have to buckle down a bit mm -hmm. here, bud. You and know, actually, I think she did originally say that when she was writing out the post that it was like this. It wouldn't be anytime soon. Yeah. Forget it. AITA for kicking out my, my husband's roommate. I'm actually I, I might actually say soft NTA because he seemed to misrepresent what happened. Oh, mm, yeah, yeah, I could see that. All right, here is another submission. AITA for not speaking to my mom for four months after she kicked me out for leaving her house not up to her standards. I, 22F, have been living with my boyfriend, 21M, since I turned 18. My relationship with mom has always been strained. When I started dating my boyfriend, she didn't like his parents, which eventually made her resent me as I spent all my time there. There was a situation one Christmas where things got kind of physical, and after that, I kept my head down. On my 18th birthday, I left her a note and left the house at 3 a.m. to move in with my boyfriend without telling her. At the time, I felt like I had no choice. Eventually, things got a little bit better with some distance, and we would talk and see each other here and there. This past year, my boyfriend and I decided to build a house, but needed to stay in her basement for one month as our apartment lease already ended and we couldn't stay with his parents. Well, one month in, her unfinished basement turned into six. She would be gone for two months over the summer and said we could move our stuff upstairs until she gets back. We moved her couch to the other side of the living room and a table to put her TV on. Before she got back, we did a deep clean and moved everything back. She didn't leave any rules. She said only respect the house. Well wasn't good enough she came back and was looking for things that were off she started cussing me out that morning over text and sent me over 20 messages about what was wrong with the house including that i didn't vacuum her dust and that i broke her towel hanger and her couch was off a few inches she told me i had to be home that afternoon to talk or there'd be consequences well the talk didn't go great she said she was sorry only for letting us stay with her she kept asking me to apologize for how i left her house but i told her i wouldn't until she apologized for what she said which led to her telling us we had to move out within two weeks. We've been trying, but can't find an affordable place. We got lucky, though, and eventually did. For the last two weeks we were with her, she ignored me. A month after we moved out, she reached out and tried to just ignore what happened. I didn't respond. I've been ignoring her until last week, which was her birthday. We met up for coffee and talked things through. We're both going to try and make things work, but still, she feels so disrespected because her house wasn't up to her standards. I realized I didn't handle things the best, but I felt like I was ready to fully cut her off, but it would cause a lot of drama. I've been no contact with my dad since I was 16 and really don't have anyone else as my boyfriend's parents divorced and we don't speak to his mom now. 
AITA? Hmm. Well, there's quite a lot of no speaking to the parents situation going on here. Based on the mom's behavior, these people sound pretty impossible. I mean, to complain about the couch being a couple inches off, I'm just like, what kind of laundry list of nightmare control things? And that's where I'm willing. I think that maybe that's being brought about by having somebody in your space and so every little thing you're registering and noticing and you're miss you're you know you're not attributing your frustration to the right things where you're blowing all these little things out of proportion you're not upset about that you're upset that they're there that's mm. what they're actually upset about is that this is happening at all so they're they're finding all these little microaggressions to throw all their issues at when in reality it's just the fact that it's happening in any way that they that they have the issue with. I think you're on the trail, but I'm seeing it slightly different. Okay. To me, there's a big tell here. Hmm. All the stuff was apparently wrong, right? The couch was off, something was broken, whatever. But what did mom want to do? She didn't want the problem solved. She wanted to talk. So this is actually about something different, right? Because if I stayed at your house and you're like, yo, dude, you didn't clean, you didn't do what you said you'd do, get the fuck over here and fix what the agreement was, was to leave my house in its place, right? You wouldn't say we need to have a serious talk. It's like, what? No, I don't need to have a serious talk. You need to agree. You need to do what you agree yeah, to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I no. think what this mom really is all about is control. And she can sense that she's kind of losing it. And it's kind of mm. like any any aspect of that that is threatened is very like painful for her. And I think that's that's my read. Yeah. And just the like well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I let you stayed in the house. I don't even know what's that's just so fucked so up. So manipulative and yeah. just like victimy and just ugh, not taking any kind of accountability for your actions at all yeah i mean to cite our breakup thing here this is kind of a form of breakup you're allowed to break up with anyone for any reason doesn't really sound like i, I think op you're in a tough situation you're young resources aren't abundant your mom provided you a place to stay i you know i really hope you guys are able to build your house and start building your own life you don't owe your parents anything. That's no. a belief of mine. If your family's toxic, you're free to move on. And I also am concerned that it just sounds like the way your mom operates, at least the way you're describing it, it sounds like she's kind of manipulative and will make you feel like the bad guy. That's kind of her. I'm going to ding one thing here. One month turning into six. That's a huge, that is massive. Yeah. Ooh, that supports your point a lot yeah, stronger than no, this man. is like. I, I think that like you have a certain amount of patience, even for your own child of like, you come back into the house, like, yeah, you're, you're young, but you are, you are an adult. You're an adult. And you said it would be a month and now it's half a year. That's a big yeah. They're, difference. they're going to, I'm not, I'm not quite on the same page with you guys of really coming after mom here. I think that she's handling it poorly. But I think that she is on her last nerve of this being like, she wanted them to be gone by the time she got back. That's where the... Well, so she should have communicated that then. Oh, absolutely. And also she shouldn't have let them move upstairs if she was really concerned with them being in her space. She should have just been like, okay, I'm going for two months, but see ya. She, get she handled in the basement. it terribly, but I am so confident that she passive aggressively was in her mind. She's like, they'll be out by the time I get back. They have to be out by the time I get back. Yeah, I mean, the other things against mom sent 20 messages. That's erratic. That's that's behavior. Yeah, that's a lot. You know, also this thing of, you know, they moved out for a month and then mom reached out and just tried to ignore what happened. That's kind of yeah. a classic sign, right? It's like you're just going to 
try to sweep that thing and under the rug. And it's almost like she wanted them to mess up to then be like, actually, I don't even want you here anyway. Look how you're treating my stuff. Instead of being like, hey, yeah, you can move upstairs, but like, please make sure you don't move anything. Make sure X, Y, Z. Like if you're really that particular about your stuff, you think that you would like lay some rules out for them. Instead, it was like she almost was setting them up to do something wrong. So then she'd have a reason to kick them out because she was over them being there. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I look up here. I think this is a, a very tough situation. Um, I just hope that you can get into a position where your resources are abundant enough that you can either have a relationship with your mom that is less strained. I think on the most optimistic side, on the more negative side, it sounds like your mom might be a little bit toxic, might be a little bit of a mess herself coming for you, or at least be really weird about communication. I mean, Sending 20 plus messages is just like, that's, that's really wild to me. That doesn't sound like a level-headed individual. I would like to know how many of them were memes. How many of them were I just unrelated <laughs> memes? Negative five. Because, hey, look, if there's a couple in there that were just like, look at this horse, then, you know. Yeah, I, I could let it go. <laughs> hey, ITA, for not speaking to my mom for four months after she kicked me out for leaving her house, not up to her standards. Uh, ooh, I part of me wants to say... Not the asshole, and she is, but staying in someone's house for six months, like I you said, one. Yeah, just I'm sure can't they get... asked that. Yeah, I could maybe go soft NTA. I don't know. I I don't I don't want to start pulling out the like block your mom forever card because only you can make a choice like that, OP. But this sounds this sounds harsh, OP. But I want you to hear what I'm saying. I'm limiting this specifically to the circumstances. I'm going soft ESH specifically because one month becoming six that if if your mom's not willing to talk with you about this, she's not willing to have an open communication that changes this ruling for me. I'm stuck between soft ESH because the, the one month turning into six months, unless you gave her constant updates of like, hey, look, we're trying. We're, we're trying, trying to make yeah. this happen. And I'm and, you know, that that's an info situation. You very well may have done that. So if it, if that is the case that you were communicating, hey, this is where we're at and you're keeping her in the loop on things NTA. But if you just kind of set up shop and one month became two, became four, became six, it's there was some group work that needed to be done here. Fair enough. We don't know enough necessarily to say, but thanks for writing in OP. All right. We're going to do another listener submission here. AITA for trading paint and doing nothing about it. <laughs> I drive a gray sedan and live in a small college town. I live on a particularly narrow street which allows parking on both sides of it, leaving room for two lanes in the middle that can fit two cars driving opposite directions with about a foot or two in between. It's a snug street with little room for error. My driveway has street parking on either side. Typically, I do not have a problem with these parkers, but today was an exception. I left to go to the gym, and there was a small, light-colored car parked next to my driveway. I could tell it was decently past the line and a bit in front of my driveway, about a foot and a half into the entrance of my driveway, as I tried to slip past it. The back bit of the right side of my car scraped against the back left portion of their car. I drove a bit up the street and got out to check the damage. It was only a paint trade. Their car was a bit more paint traded because they had a lightly colored car. Mm. I personally wouldn't get insurance wouldn't get insurance involved if I were them, but 
I am currently in a financial situation where I am unable to pay out of pocket even if I wanted to. Taking into account the fact that they were parked over the line in front of my driveway, I just drove away. I felt bad about it initially, but given that no major damage occurred and they were over the line, I didn't go back. AITA? A little bit of a toughie. I, I know. I guess that's I, what I thought. My, my beautiful car, which I got new. Oh, uh, oh was that it. a Toyota Camry 2021? Camry hybrid. <laughs> Get it straight. <laughs> Embarrassing. Um, you know, I've had to accept like it's Los Angeles and your car is just going to get. I mean, I got to do street parking and I don't have my own parking spot like mm. shit just happens. And I just think that's just kind of how L.A. goes. That's and why you shouldn't get a really nice car here in L.A. You need a small, compact hybrid so you can save on gas and you can park anywhere you want. Yeah, well, I guess the camera isn't particularly small. I think it's pretty medium. But so damn. I've I've dinged someone before, you know, when I I was backing into a spot and I hit the front a little bit. I couldn't see any visible damage. Oh, uh, who hasn't? Who hasn't? You know, I kind of just feel like it comes to the territory of living I in think, the city. I think there's a lot of it, it really just comes down to what what your morality is on this. I, I don't think that this is this is not a major sin for sure. I'm with you guys that like Stuff like that happens, especially if it was on a bumper. It sounds like it was on a bumper. Mm. And well, it was a paint trade, so the bumper could have. It all depends. Some yeah, cars have that fiberglass was, bumper, bumper thing going. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I don't really Almost know. All. Um, so personally, I honestly don't. I I think I would probably leave my contact no, information. Yeah, I don't think you would, Jake. You, you hesitating? I, I don't. I, I think yeah. you hesitate. I think the thing for me is that they were in front of his driveway. That's, that's a, a big. That is a big point. You, you could do the call crime, for you do the tow, time. right? If, they, if oh, someone's even absolutely true. could. Somebody told me if you're even slightly, uh, you could get busted. I mean, he said a foot and a half for crying out loud. And it does sound like the parking job actually was responsible for, for this. It. Yeah, I'm assuming they don't have a backup cam or whatever. We not rear view backing up. I mean, if it's, very it's just a paint tray, there's no dent. Like if there's no actual structural damage to this yeah. vehicle, I can't Couldn't imagine. You, can you go in and like get the paint off? I like don't know. with anything? I know. I, well, I mean, when I my car got keyed, they had to repaint the whole freaking door. I guess yeah. something about sealing or some Ugh. shit. But it really, do, it really does just depend on what the damage was and if it was just paint exchange. I, and he was in front of your driveway. Exactly. I think if they weren't in front of the driveway and they had done nothing wrong, yeah. then I would have to say I would call it like understandable asshole because I think like just stuff does happen. But like and we're all trying to survive out here. It's yeah, like, and it's like I just don't want to get in a whole paperwork and, thing. You never know who you're facing. They could be crazy or an that's, asshole. That's why I hesitated on leaving my number because you're giving. It's like giving. It's like giving some kind of evil spirit your name. Like, you don't know what kind of power they're going to hold over you now of just like there's a dent on the other side of the car. And they're like, you did that, exactly, too. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. You don't know what you're reckoning with. So I'm self-preservation playing it as it lays. AITA for trading paint, and doing nothing about it. I think it's no assholes here. Yeah, no. Assholes Chaotic here. world. Things happen. No assholes. Wait, here. I, I had a story happen one time where um, I had left my house a few blocks and I went to Staples and then I got out and I realized like my whole back. Uh, like right side bumper was like totally smashed in. And I was just oh. like, what the heck? But then I didn't realize that someone had left a note on my car. And so then I go over and I look at the note 
and the note was from my friend and she didn't know it was my car. <laughs> what? Yeah. And and I didn't have her number. Like we were like more like acquaintances, like we were party friends kind of thing. But she hey, had put her full to name. Impress us. What? Well, because you lied. You said they were your friend. And we so, already think you're popular. Thank you. And so I texted her and I was like, guess who? Guess who's quiet? That's cute. <laughs> and so we did. She was like, oh, would you mind if we just like didn't get insurance involved and I'll just pay you? But it was like a grand. What if Shannon sucked. just heard on us and she's like, so I sued her for everything she's fucking <laughs> <with."> <laughs> Shut up. Sometimes when you start telling stories, Shannon, I in the back of my head try to anticipate where it's going just because you hit us with some wild curveballs sometimes. Right. So that time. I was off where I was just like, is Shannon just going to drop on us that she just like fucking plowed into somebody's car in a parking lot and drove off once? <laughs> I was like, I don't think that's what this is. That I was wrong. But you she's guys like, think I'm so awful. No, I don't think you're awful. She's I just like, think I, you're unpredictable. I told her, I told her the Geo <laughs> chaotic, Metro, neutral, chaotic neutral. Yeah. Shannon's like, I told her some guy's Geo Metro and I peed on it. <laughs> to mark my territory. Right in the gas tank. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, please rate, review, and subscribe. Join us on Patreon, patreon.com slash AITA pod. $5 a month buys you 150 plus bonus episodes. Also, wanted to uh, just do a little self promo here, uh, just because trying to kind of tell you guys about my stand-up tour dates holy oh shit. my god you guys do not want to miss this thank you shannon shredder vega hits the road <laughs> may 12th and 13th i'll be in tampa i think that that will have passed already so sorry if you didn't hear before tampa florida friday may 26th carlsbad new mexico <laughs> carlsbad with new will mexico. hines hilarious comedian will hines saturday may 26th 7th excuse me uh, Elgin, Arizona. That's also with Will. Big Elgin, Arizona. Friday, June 30th, I'll be in Henderson, Nevada with Tori Piskin. My Henderson, good- Nevada. <laughs> <laughs> Saturday, July 1st, Superior, Arizona. That's also with Tori. Superior, Arizona. Wow, Superior got that? It's Way like- superior to <laughs> Henderson. <laughs> superior. Thursday, August 10th, Woodenville, Washington. Friday, August 11th, Salem, Oregon. And yeah, just definitely Instagram me, Danny Vega Graham, for more info and deets. Reach out. And I would love to see you guys at these shows. And also, we're very excited about this. Save the date. We're still working out some of the final details, but AITA pod. That's right. Me, Shannon, and Jacques Davi will be July 14th in Phoenix and July 15th in Tucson. At Despaz, Phoenix, Arizona. <laughs> Jack loves Phoenix, Arizona. <laughs> I find it to be droll. All right, guys. Here is Jake. AITA for not honoring dibs. <laughs> I, 33 male, am traveling and had just found my seat on a long flight. 15 hours or so. Yikes. I was in an aisle seat and a stranger about my age approached me. He closed the overhead bin above me. The bin had a few bags in it, but it still had room for one more. He said to me, tell people that this one is full, okay? And I just shrugged. (laughs) He went back to his seat, which was a few rows ahead of me, and started rummaging around in his carry-on bag to get out his pillow, book, headphones, etc., his row was the first in the economy cabin, so it was in that weird spot by the emergency door and the bathrooms and didn't have an overhead bin of its own or even a seat in front of it to store a bag. A f- the flight continued to board and the overhead bins closed one by one. 
Eventually, the woman who had the aisle seat across from me showed up and started looking for overhead space. Most bins were closed by then, so she decided to start looking inside some. The guy who closed the bin noticed this behavior and was watching her like a hawk, but he couldn't get to his false bin because the line was backed up by this woman. When she started reaching for his false bin, he started yelling, No! No! That one is full! It's full! But the woman ignored him. So he looked at me and screamed, tell her, tell her it's full. Oh my God. But by the po- by that point, she had opened the bin and discovered that it was, in reality, not full. He screamed, you were supposed to tell her it's full. Oh my God. Everyone in the vicinity was looking at me. So I shrugged and said, you can't call dibs. <laughs> the man was furious. I ruined the whole his whole flight. He had to find bin space at the back of the cabin, and since he didn't have a seat in front of him, that meant he had to wait for the entire flight to be empty to get his bag. I made accidental eye contact with him a few times while waiting in line for the bathroom and could tell he was not letting anything go. After the flight, I was waiting at the baggage carousel with my boss and telling him the bin story. Well... The guy happened to walk by at that moment and yelled something at me. I told my boss, I think he called me the dibs guy. He turned around and said, no, I called you the dibs dick. (laughs) So Reddit, am I the dibs guy or the dibs dick? Uh, A-I-T-A. Oh my gosh. What a psycho. I love this. This is one of my favorite situations we've ever covered. Oh goodness. It's just so wild because it's like, no matter what the guy said, the woman could still open up the bin if she wanted to or not. He, he it's not like no he control. had the passcode right. to the thing to allow her to open up the bin. She can do whatever the fuck she wants. And you're making that big a deal of that it's full, it's full, it's full. I'd be like, uh, no, it's clearly not. You're fucking full of it. Can we you're get him off the flight? Okay, but I, have a, I don't understand what his situation is. Why didn't he just put his bag in Because there? he needed to get his stuff out of it like his book and his back his and then as he's getting his stuff. shit out the line fills up and he can't get back to the bin and that's when this what? lady so is claimed this guy's it. an idiot no, yeah his, his carry on it's like hello haven't you heard of having a backpack as well or like just take out your stuff there and then put it in the bin so you're save the bin like this, but this it's process like, makes no sense put it you're supposed to you know you can have a personal item put these things in your personal sure. item or create a sub bag so you can rapidly that you remove. Can, and that's what everyone who is a smart flyer does is you put all the stuff that you just need for your trip, like what your clothes, your underwear, your toiletries that you don't need for the flight in the bins. Then you have a backpack or a purse that has the shit that you need for the flight. I cannot imagine that this gentleman handles anything in his life appropriately. Like <laughs> he's how- delegated this responsibility to someone. It's like that's not their and this, problem. This sir. is the this is the can you watch my stuff for a second thing, right? Ooh, I that's never good. invoke that social. You never rule. do that. I never do. Oh, really? I I'm always happy bring to my watch sh- someone's no, stuff. No, 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 no. I will watch other people's stuff. I'm fine with doing that, but I'll if I you know, if I'm like, hey, I am gonna leave here in a second, I can't hang around, I'll communicate. 
communicate that. But I never ask a stranger to Why? do it because I don't trust strangers. Oh. It's like I don't know what they're gonna. It's not their responsibility, first of all, which well, brings I, us to this. Well, point. and also like if a if a robber comes up, like are you ready to like take on yeah. this like responsibility of beating them up to, to save your? Well, I would their just laptop? give a thief my laptop. Here's how I'm I not, see if the, they pull a knife on me, I'm I, not fighting for it. I guess I just see it playing out kind of like, hey, ma'am, uh, would you mind watching my stuff? And then I go to the bathroom and then some guy goes to take it and she's like, oh, uh, hey, Wait, is that yours? Yeah. And just that moment is enough for the person to go, oh, no, my bad. Like, they're getting called out. Mm -hmm. So I don't see this going to a place of enforcement. And yeah. I actually believe I read a study, <laughs> some might fact check this, but that this is a good thing to do. Like, it does actually help a little bit. I don't know how they did the study, but oh. they studied. Oh, I'm sure it does. Right. It helps a little. I Obviously, it's not the same as. Yeah. And there. I definitely. Well, actually, a lot of times I just pack up my stuff with me to go to the bathroom. So yeah. I don't have to do that because I get a little bit of social anxiety. Yeah. It's scary. It's scary. I just I just think you're it's such a foolish game to expect other people to like execute your machinations for you. You can't just and, make up a rule and then be like, enforce the rule. Yeah, I, made up. I, I, I do love OP here immediately like uh, the uh crazy man does not use the word dibs at any point he does not say i have dibs op correctly identifies you're trying to call dibs in a right. public space op is a bit of a wordsmith i also like the term false bin the false bin yeah it's not your bin yeah. it's a false <laughs> bin damn it it's a trap you set up <laughs> Uh, oh man, false I false wish bid. my one. I was like, is that a term? I was like, I'd never heard of a false bid. I, no. My one thing on this no. situation is that I wasn't on this plane oh, to God. cackle through this entire thing. I would have been razzing this crazy man so fucking oh, hard yeah. about this. I'm just yeah. like, oh did, oh, did your wild fucking plan not work? You dummy. Hey, can we get, can we get some champagne for the dumbest person to ever fly this airplane? Oh my and Opie God. never agreed either. I actually was going to try to catch him on that. But oh, the guy true. was like, tell people this one's full. And the guy's shrugs. Like, shrugs. He never agreed to yeah. do this ridiculous yeah. thing. Weirdest plan. I, how often are you pulling this kind of thing? And how often does it work? Yeah, I mean, this reminds me of when I was ready to commandeer a table at a ski resort just because they only left the stuff oh, there. Yeah. I feel like I have slightly more of a case. I well, because know. I'm for you can't just leave your stuff somewhere. You got to physically know. be there. I think at, I think at restaurants, no. lodges, that kind of thing. No, I, restaurants is different. Because like, you're because then you're going to have. Here's the thing. You're going to have to pick up their stuff and move it. And now you're into. some. what if you don't? Though? Oh, yeah, you're touching. You just sit down. Just sit down. At, well, yeah. What if they didn't cover the whole table and you just sit down? And you're like, well, no one was here. Like, make me leave. I oh, thought, come on. Yeah, <laughs> I, I you're playing a dangerous to. game on that one uh, now. Yeah, you're the damn. Danny Dick. In yeah, that I didn't do it. I just thought Danny, about Danny it. Dibs. <laughs> Danny Dibs. Danny Dibs. <laughs> I was here. My body's here. Your body wasn't here. AITA for not honoring Dibs. I think we're giving you a special award. The uh, one of the funniest situations. Yeah, I, I think you nailed this. You said this is like a Tim Robbins character. It, it, re should oh, it really yeah. is. Like I can see Tim Robinson doing the shouting, oh, perfect. especially like tell her, tell her it is full. <laughs> you were supposed <laughs> to tell her it's full. It's just hell. <laughs> it's just drawing. I called Dibs on the bin. <laughs> just drawing so much more attention to it that's the funniest part of this yeah. to me is this guy screaming in a la in a loaded plane <laughs> and watching like a hawk too yeah. like 
Yeah. I see. I see. She's doing it. She do it. Stop her. Do like, something. It's kind of like when, when when there's like a sign that says like don't press this button or something like that. It's like okay, clearly I I wait. That's a weird example. You you out here pressing don't press button button Shannon. Don't press that button Shannon. <laughs> Shannon's an absolute menace on airplane. Shoes I, off. Just right. opening up the emergency door. <laughs> that sign like, can't stop me. At the next live show, she's gonna be like, yeah, I was at the Los Alamos Nuclear Laboratory. <laughs> And, you know, I saw a little button that said, don't press it. Sometimes you just have to fuck around and find yeah. out. And that's how Fukushima <laughs> happened. Oopers. A-I-T-A for not honoring dibs. I think we agree it's N-T-A. And this N-T-A. guy is. I do want to meet. I want to meet dibs guy. I want him on a plane of mine at some point, as long as he doesn't get the flight turned around. <laughs> Guys, please rate, review, subscribe. Join us on Patreon, patreon.com slash A-I-T-A pod. Join us on YouTube. Join us on Instagram. Here we go. We're going to wrap things up on A-I-T-A for always getting a separate bill at a restaurant. I've been part of the same group since secondary school, and now in our early 30s, we still meet up regularly. I'm the only one who doesn't drink, and I also have some food restrictions. That means that my meal is always the cheapest one, and I very rarely share a plate with others, even if everyone else is eating sharing style. So for years, I've always had a separate bill, and then the group evenly splits the remainder. It was suggested by a friend years ago, and nobody has ever made an issue. One friend recently brought her new BF, Aaron, to the meal to introduce him to the group. We have a tendency to overorder, so I didn't think it was weird that he has a few drinks and ordered more than one dish. When the bill came and my part was separated out, Aaron started getting annoyed and told me to stop being a cheapskate and pay my share, like everyone else. I tried to explain, but he just dug his heels in and got yelly and called me tight-fisted and selfish. I got flustered and paid my bill and left. AITA for taking a separate bill even a decade later. Should I not be doing that? I fully understand this anxiety. I don't even have, I do, I do have drinks and I don't really have any eating, uh, eating restrictions. I strongly prefer to just pay separately. It makes the whole meal so much easier. I'm obviously not a stickler about it. I'll like, I'm, I, you know, I'm not even going to object if that's how everybody else wants to handle it, but I just so thoroughly prefer if, but I can't imagine how strongly I would feel about that. If I'm ordering less food than everybody else and I'm not contributing to the alcohol bill, because the alcohol bill is what kills you every time. Yeah. I love to buy a meal for friends, but it's very, very hard for me to buy the booze. It just doubles the price. And I'm like, not me paying for you to be more of an asshole. Seventeen dollars oh, after tip and a reasonable <laughs> it's like crazy. Yeah. You know? It's one thing if you're all if like, you know, you get like a little bit of a cheaper salad or something and then everyone else is getting whatever. Let's just all split it down the middle. But like, yeah, with the alcohol, like if I'm not drinking, it can easily double the cost oh, yeah. easily. And so ever since I stopped drinking two years ago, like whenever I go out to eat with my friends, uh, usually one of us just puts it all on our card and then we kind of just like figure it out that way. Yeah, yeah. But they're always so conscious of like making sure I'm not like paying for their alcohol, which I am super appreciative of that. I think so. I think this is like, there's times when you don't want to like slow down the interaction. Mm-hmm. So I, I would say that could be a little bit annoying. I, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be necessarily asshole-ish because, you know, money's real. You know, if you're like, guys, we need to figure this out right now. Right. I think it's it's always generous for someone to just be like, look, I'll take it right now and we'll figure it out later. And if you have the sort of credit limit to do that kind of thing, Mm. I think that's a good kindness thing to do and then figure it out later. But like 
to just slam the you know unfair split even bill at people and then crucify them for being tight fisted. It's no, like that's their money. I, so you just want them to pay for your stuff. And that's I was gonna bring this up. Like this is probably my harshest immediate read on a second person in a situation. Aaron's a little dog shit mooch gremlin. I really <laughs> don't like Aaron. He just has I, these phrases armed. I think uh, oh. I thought of that at like that's what popped what into is my he, head. A, mooch gremlin? a dog, dog shit, shit mooch gremlin. Dog shit mooch gremlin. And because if you're coming in like I. I do enjoy if I, you know, I try to avoid eating out when I can, especially going to a restaurant and sitting down. Oh, yeah. um, it's, but it's a wonderful experience. And I always if I'm in the mood for it, I'll go whole hog. But usually if I'm especially if I'm in a group and I'm kind of leading the charge on getting more stuff. Yeah, I'll pick up as much of the bill as I can. I'll pick up other people's drinks. I try to like, you know, I'm aware I'm the one kind of going back and all on everybody here. So right. I try to take the bill off other people's Wait, plates. what do you mean by Bacchanal? Because I associate that with the Caesars Palace Bacchanal buffet. Yeah, well, Bacchanal is like, I, I know that it's a thing from Rome of like, you know, decadence. Eating, yeah, decadence eating. and that yeah. kind of thing. I don't know the exact. I'm just freely using a word. Um, but yeah, I, I I think Aaron sucks hard. And I think that you're doing a yeah. perfectly reasonable thing. And just to come into a friend group that already has this like you know, function laid out yeah. and you just like come in and be like, no, yeah. this is the way we're going to do it now that I'm a part of the group. And honestly, super embarrassing for the friend whose boyfriend this is. And I, I think cheap, I think calling somebody cheap too is like, that's, that's, that's fighting words. Yeah. People, yeah. People, fired. people act like that's just like a, a minor criticism. That's, that's a no, pretty heavy the, fucking criticism. I'm proud of how cheap I am. <laughs> Cause yeah, I like value, but I'm, let me tell you, I'm frugal. There's one thing I do spend the money on. Motel 6 Premium. Don't look at me, you standard room of <laughs> dirty the decorations. <laughs> He's a preem queen baby, everybody. There's a painting of a horse on the wall, damn it. <laughs> Costs $7 extra. I did really love this comment. A good old tale from Billy from Philly. That's fine. Oh, love that's that, man. Good for you getting that. <laughs> you got that Jake one. Jake is going to send a card to your house for your <laughs> NTA, 20 years ago, my wife and I had dinner with a coworker and her husband. We had Cokes while they had so much alcohol that the alcohol portion was almost double the meal. They then put up half the bill and looked at us expecting an argument. We simply paid and never went to dinner with them again. In fact, the coworker asked my wife a few months later when we would have another dinner together, to which my wife responded with, you mean so you guys could drink for half price? The friendship ended soon after. Oh. That's a fair shot. This is like exploiting a, a convention, you know? Because, like, usually, too, if it's, like, a couple bucks, whatever, like, yeah, you know, Shannon cares? gets the grilled chicken salad and I got the chicken sandwich. Yeah. It's like, let it go. It's $2. Totally. But, like, when it starts to add up, it's like you're being a dick. It's There's mm. an element to this. Like, obviously, I'm not going to use the word sociopathic. But there is like a Seinfeldian level of sociopathic behavior here where you're you're fully aware. You said it. You're exploiting a social norm. You're exploiting it. You're fully aware of what you're doing. Yeah. I don't mm. buy you don't know what you're doing. I think you think you're hustling everybody. And it's very apparent what you're doing, which makes it so much worse right. for everybody else. Because it's like, do you think you're smart right now? This fucking sucks. Listen to this story. Oh, no. So my mom's friends invited them and all their big, big group of friends out to dinner for the one woman, Jackie's sister's birthday. And so, you know, they're eating, they're all drinking, et cetera. And then at the end of the night, um, Jackie was going around to... Um, get people's cards to pay or something like that. And then the one um, 
other woman and maybe it was like the other sister or something like that was like oh like here's my card and she's like oh no 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 you're with the group like you're I forget the wording she said but like oh no no you're good you're good and then Jackie made everyone else that wasn't like related pay so my parents had to pay and uh, like five other of their group um, their couple friends had to pay, but like the sister whose birthday it was and Jackie and her husband and the other sister, oh. they were, all of them didn't pay. And it was just like- The birthday person's the only person Exactly. Left Ooh, I don't understand, but who was paying? My mom and like five other of the friend group. Oh, your mom the, paid the five for other, other the friend people? Couples. Yeah, and oh. like the family. What kind of scam is that? I know, and our parent, my parents were like, what the fuck? And they did it? Yeah, I mean, I, they I, were Let's like, go out with your parents. Apparently, they seem easy to well, do. Well, they didn't pay for the whole thing. The other couples did, too. Well, yeah, but so you're but saying there's still, like 10 people, but five people paid for it. Yes. Yeah, that's insane. That. I don't know. I, I think your parents would have been and well. they did not tell them that was what was going to happen. Right, and I, I think they would have been well within their rights to shout, suck dick, dumb shits, and then just run. I think that that would have been <laughs> yeah. perfectly acceptable behavior in that situation. I would not do that. I'd be like, I will pay for the things that I ordered, and How you guys can deal that? with the She's rest. She's like, oh, no, 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 no. You're not, you're not included. You don't have to pay. What? You got to spell. She was, a, she was a moocher, major To spell moocher. something like that out beforehand, I guess I could be down. I would probably just say I no wouldn't go to dinner. Going. Yeah, I wouldn't we go gotta, to dinner. We got to get these mooch gremlins and just take them to task. I, I challenge everybody listening to this. Like, do not abide mooch gremlinry. Don't. Yeah, especially like with drinking and all that. Oh, Thank not you. I, I just I, I'm also just like a little shook. Like, I don't know. I've seen this from like entitled, you know, wealthy people. But like, God, if I have a friend who's hard up, like, of course, I'm happy to pick up their goddamn bill. Like to me, money is real. Just it always comes back to that. You know, if I'm with friends and we're all comfortable, then like, let's be fair about it. But like, you know, if you're fine and you have a steady job, like just be kind for God's and that's sake. and that is be that the is opposite a, of a mooch gremlin. It's such a cool thing to do, and one of my favorite one of my favorite feelings in the world, in terms of just like feeling good for doing a good thing, is when you just hand hand your card discreetly to the server before the meal's even yeah, over, yes. and then I, and then they all everybody realizes like did. Did you just take care of that? And it's just, mm, yeah, it's an awesome feeling. It's, it, that's great. But when you force other people to do that for you, I would get it. If I saw this happening at another table, I might get involved. Or I, get I, I could get pretty fired up if I saw somebody pull this and overheard what was you happening. You try to push me into some shit, and that's when I'll get like, oh, let's account then. I'm going to pull up a Google sheet. Yeah. Here's a little tip that, I, that I'll do. Not alcohol so much, but say like I'm with a group and I know we're going to be like splitting it five ways and I order something, but then I notice they're ordering like appetizers. They're ordering like a lot more and their meals are a lot more than me. I, I'm, I'm always like, well, hell, I'm going to order a little bit more too because if I'm going to be paying for like their portion, like I might as well be getting like an extra side dish too with it. Absolutely. Well, one thing I've noticed that if you start to do ordering for the table, you better be ready to pick that up Ooh, because yeah. the cowards will jump off the ship. You said you were getting the bruschetta with me, you son of a gun. Oh, I never said I wanted it. It's like you just got to pick up whatever app you ordered, I, you know? Yeah. I, I have been on record before that I don't like to eat dessert at restaurants. And I I kind of like part of, in my brain, I kind of classify getting the dessert that I'm not a part of as the same tier as drinking because desserts are always upcharged. You like desserts. I, I'm fine with But you want to go to a separate location? 
Well, no, yeah. I, I just I'm I don't have a crazy sweet tooth. I'm more oh, okay. prone to getting desserts at a separate location because it's always cheaper. It's more fun. too. It's more fun. And you walk off your meal. a little yeah. bit. Restaurant yeah. desserts are always are usually overrated and always minimum. overpriced. Oh, yeah. um, so I do kind of feel that way if I'm uh, at a group bill and people get desserts and it's like oh i'm chipping in for the fucking empty calories and the fucking like brownie and That's ice cream you that you paid 22 bucks with yeah yeah i'm ready to lay down a principle here let's hear it you should never thank you shannon you should never i never seen someone knee slap to affirm the seriousness of something <laughs> but it flew uh you should never ding someone or get angry with them for demanding fairness i think we yeah. all deserve fairness you know i think i think yeah. there's a way to be annoying about it if it's sure. like 12 people and you're like let's account for this right now but right. like generally or if you're nickeling and diming and stuff well no i mean if they want to be fair they want to be fair you know there's like extreme coupon or coupon there's people who budget to the dollar and you know what like to me, I would never want to do that because that means I have to be so preoccupied mm. with money. I'm constantly worrying about it. But like money is real. Some people don't have the luxury yeah. of being able to throw out five dollars. You know, that, that's why the best move is, is somebody puts it all on their card and then they send out that account requests. later. And because it's just like more like it's not the whole like hubba baloo or whatever at the end. Hubba baloo. <laughs> I like uh, that. Speaking of throwing out five dollars, um, <laughs> I did want to say that um, I recently updated our free bonus pack. Uh, this is something oh, I yes. have given out to anyone who can't afford five dollars a month for the Patreon, but wants more yeah. bonus episodes. So you can reach out to me, uh, Danny Bagram, or reach out to Shannon on mm. our uh, podcast Instagram. We'll give you twenty free bonus apps, ten Sarahs, and ten shakes. Yeah, baby. and you'll get a little taste of what's going on in the Patreon. The Boneyard. The Boneyard. <laughs> <laughs> We're right, coming for your here. soul, Aaron. <laughs> all mooch gremlins come to die in the boneyard. <laughs> now it's weird. We went all the way there. AI, as long as there's no singing. AITA for always getting a separate bill at a rest. How did I become the annoying substitute teacher of this podcast? AITA for always getting a separate bill at a restaurant. I think we agree wholeheartedly. It's NTA and this dude was. Yeah, NTA. NTA. Guys, thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. And we'll see you next time. Bye 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 that's for everybody who's trying to go to sleep Jake go have a nice little sleep good night see you in your dreams let them sleep in peace you son of a gun